are you ready for this freaking episode? I hope so. I brought on my new internet friend, Megan Ulrich, who is a confidence coach too. And she talks all about like, just like the journey to loving yourself. And I, I'm super excited to share this episode because it's so refreshing to see somebody just be who they are. And I know that you guys always are in my DMs like, yo, like, thank you for being so real, blah, blah, blah. And I like love, I love sharing other people that are just so fucking real. Like that is why I named the podcast Be More Real Podcast. But when I tell you you're going to love Megan, you're going to freaking love her. So let's dive into the episode. Before we do that, I want to remind you that Free Your Feminine, my eight-week program is closing in today's Monday, uh, Tuesday, uh, three days, uh, two days, two days. Uh, we have our first call on Wednesday. So if you want to work with me in a coach coaching setting, if you are working through food body stuff and you really want to maybe end your binge eating, you want to just love your body, all things like you just want to feel good about yourself, right? Like you want to wake up in the morning with energy, you want to go to sleep feeling good. Like you showed up for yourself and like, you're not just sitting around letting life pass you by. If this is speaking to you, I would absolutely love jam you. We are two days out from our first call. And when I tell you that Steph and I are so excited, I can't even put it into words. I'm freaking out, man. I'm freaking out. So get your booty all up inside. Shoot me a DM on the gram at Sam Altieri and let me know if you're interested. We have, we're keeping it super small. We're going to have about 10 women as a max. And this is going to be the only time we run this program live. We are not doing it live again. We're going to turn it into a self-study course after this. So if you're really looking for some support and accountability, you know that you're getting in your own way, that you're sabotaging yourself and you're like, all right, enough is enough. I'm ready to fucking feel good. Like I'm ready to get over my food stuff, my body stuff, and even my money stuff. We're going to be talking about money in this program. Oh yeah, baby. If you just want to feel good, no more stress, no more worry, right? And just feeling confident, feeling sure of yourself get your booty inside. We are so excited to share the tools that both of us have used to really repair a lot of a relationship with food, body, money. Money is the most, most recent one for me. And that's the one that I'm going to be speaking to the most, um, money and food and stuff's going to be talking about body and even sexuality. So it's a really all encompassing program and it's designed for the high achieving women. And that's what you are. And if you're on this planet, you know, you have a big purpose, right? Like that's why you listen to this podcast. It's like, you got to get out of your own way. You got to tap into your magic, into your intuition, into your body and get out of your head because nothing good happens in that place. It's all fear, worry, and judgment-based. And the truth is, is like when you start to love yourself, you can love others. And when you show up on social media, when you show up in the world and you are emitting this love, when you are showing up and you're just like beaming, you are just naturally magnetic. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to sell anything, nothing. Like people just want to be with you. They want to, they want to throw their money at you. I'm not even kidding. Like I genuinely believe that's how I built my business is showing up from a place of love and service. It's not pressure or selling or ickiness. No, it's like, no, dude, I know you got untapped potential. No, dude, I know what it's like to get to be in your own head 24 seven, because that was me. And now I have the practices to know how to get out of my head. And so if this is speaking to you, love the jam with you. So hit me up in the DMs. You already know I'm in there all the time. 
And yeah, all right, let's let's jump into the episode. I'm so excited for you guys to hear our conversation all about just like getting out of diet culture and starting to intuitively eat and move your body and love yourself and all the things that we just want. We just want to love. We just want love. All right, let's dive in. What up, you guys? Yo, this week's episode is going to be fire. You know why? Because I have my girl Megan on and she's a confidence coach and she's just like, oh, she's just so much like me and all the energy (laughs) and like, just she's so fun and I'm so excited to bring her on and talk all about her like liberation journey really is like kind of like what it seems like. Uh, You have a background in what? Psych and human sexuality? Yes. That's like what my degree is in technically. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. And like- I've just been loving on your content, the way you show up online, talking about the body and sex and confidence and like just self-love and just like really being unapologetically yourself. Um, so welcome to the show. And Thank you. Yeah, let's do a little jam sesh. Like share with me, share with the peeps. Like want to do an intro? Yes. Okay. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Like literally our podcasts are so so similar. Like it's just like chatting with your besties versus like, that's my favorite compliment is when people are like, I feel like I'm just hanging out with you instead of like mm-hmm. you talking at me. And yeah. I feel like you and I both do that like the same. Yes. It's like literally, so easy. It's literally just hang out with my friends. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> yep. hello everybody. My name is Megan Ulrich Krieger, whatever you want to call me. I don't really care. Ulrich is my middle name, but it was my maiden name. I just couldn't get rid of it. Um, <laughs> I'm literally a jack of all trades. So when it came time for me to like, I don't know, step into this like confidence coaching realm, I was like, there's so many different directions I could, I could go with it. But I've, I've been a sexual wellness, like consultant for many years now. I, I graduated with a degree in psych and sexual and human sexualities, which was like the funnest time of my college career. Like taking real classes and that shit like it's just so cool and so fascinating yeah and it that took sounds so dope yes like literally so fun um and it really took me finally stepping out of diet culture for the first time in like a decade um and stepping into the space of intuitive eating of intuitive fitness like listening to my body and realizing there's so much more to life than just your body (laughs) to really like step into that realm of like confidence coach because I was like, how can I coach people on this if I'm not fully confident myself? But I'm like, I'm one of the most confident people I know. So it's been a journey and I've just kind of taken my audience that I've built on that journey with me and that community just keeps growing with me. So it's been super, super awesome. That's so dope. Holy shit. Um, And and it's so cool. Like, you guys, we just recorded a podcast on Megan's podcast, uh, Laugh It Off, right before this. So we're like, I feel like I'm in the post high from that podcast. And we're like on a vibe. Yeah, we are on a different fucking frequency. So (laughs) go get your fucking glass of wine or whatever you're drinking. Yeah. And (laughs) hang out, you know. Um, But I want to hear like... I think our stories are so similar in so many ways, but also so different. And I want to hear like your experience in like being so influenced and like sucked into dieting culture, which I think every single woman is like, I don't know of a woman who's never been affected by some sort of food, body or sex stuff Mm -hmm. um, in their life, because that is like the conditioning that we're grown up with and the programming and 
where like where or when were you where you decided that you were like i need to break free of this yes okay so i have been i had been submersed in diet culture since like high school basically right that's when you first hear of diets i was an athlete as well so you get kind of like funky with that and i i was the person who was chasing like those last 10 pounds for like 10 years mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> with yo-yo dieting and like sometimes I wouldn't be on a diet sometimes I would and it was just it's it's not good for your metabolism first and foremost to like yo-yo diet like that and it wasn't until I finally it was like the years 2019 or no no 2017 till about last fall so I'll explain that that's kind of like the catalyst for all this yeah that I was on a program that finally quote-unquote worked right now looking back I'm seeing it only worked because I was eating literally zero calories. Like my coach on this program told me that I could not do CrossFit and this program at the same time because it was not enough calories. And I still chose the program and quit going to the gym. Like it's fucked up. Right. Um, and so (laughs) I was on this program or whatever for like literally three years was the smallest I had ever been. I got off it for a little bit, gained a lot of my weight back. And because my body is not naturally meant to be that thin and not naturally meant to live off of that few calories. Right. And then when we got engaged in May of 2019 is when you have the whole society's pressure of sweating for the wedding, like dropping dress sizes, like all that stuff that I went back on this program. Right. And so I kind of did this program twice in that span of like those three years. And my wedding was really like the breaking point for a lot of this because the second time I went on the program, it literally didn't work really as well as it did the first time. And the coach told me without telling me it's because the program fucked up my metabolism the first time I did it. Like my metabolism was so slow from eating so few calories for so many years that like even going back on the program didn't do anything. Oh, dude. <laughs> so- <laughs> that's the worst. Uh, dude, it's like once you do it once, you're like, you get the high because you're like, yeah, this works. And then you try it again and you're like, did this thing break or did I break? <laughs> yes, literally. So... I was like half ass on it because throughout our engagement, because it wasn't working, but I was like, but I need this to work for the wedding. Like all this bullshit. Like literally as soon as the wedding happened last September, I'm like a week away from our anniversary right now. I was like, I was done. I was like, I was done because nobody should have to go on their bachelorette party weekend with like a meal plan. I'm sorry. That's like the most fun time of your life. Like that shouldn't be a thing. Like you, like that is the most fun time of your life. And to it, it's, it's, you just shouldn't be tied down by food and calories and expectations and all this stuff. So literally it was like a full 180. I was just so, so, so done. And I do think, I do think the pandemic helped me kind of slow down and see that because we did get married in the middle of it. Um, the rise in TikTok, which sounds so stupid, that helped because my, I'm finally, my news feeds were finally filled with mm-hmm. content and creators who looked like me and mm-hmm. loved themselves. So that was the first time when we were stuck at home and we had nothing else to do that like social media can be harmful, but it really, really helped me through a lot of those moments when I finally am like, oh, 
I am mid-size. I am plus size. There's all these creators that fall into that, that are freaking beautiful. First of all, I'm seeing my exact body type on the internet and I'm like, that girl's fucking hot. But why don't I think that about myself when I Mm -hmm. see myself? Yes. (laughs) So it was a combination of those two things. The wedding was really the catalyst, but also just TikTok getting way in, more into social media, starting to grow my platform finally, like meeting other people like you and like, like, oh, it's just, yeah. So those two things combined helped me like really quit diet culture and start the journey to like find self-love. Yeah. Dude, isn't it nuts how like, I, I mean, I feel the same way about social media. I just went through a huge purge and I got rid of about half the people I was following for that reason. Mm-hmm. Anyone that was like extreme into fitness or anyone in weight loss, anyone that's promoting like changing your body, like and not yes. fucking loving yourself. And like, and not from a place of like, oh, you're bad, but more just like, I actually just, I don't need that right now. Like I literally just need so much self-acceptance and so much self-love because for former 29 years of my life I've just not liked myself hated myself ashamed of myself yeah and isn't it crazy like okay so this is like (laughs) this is an experience I had at the beach recently um I was actually tripping on mushrooms but it didn't even matter (laughs) I saw all of these bodies like so for what they were like I was like wow these people are beautiful like look at all the shapes and sizes and colors and hair and bathing suits and everything like and it was literally the first time in my entire life that I was like so neutral and and for the first time I also was like wow I think I'm like morbidly obese in my head like what is that yeah like what and no, it's I totally social media, like looking at all these fucking stick athlete, super tiny people. And that's cool. Like if you are that and that's like easy for you to maintain or whatever, like bless your soul, like keep doing that. But for the 95% of the population, that's not that like exposure therapy is so real. And I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. So literally I had almost an identical, this is so weird. You and I are just, ah, um, (laughs) almost an identical experience when, so when things kind of started opening back up, I was at just like this in like a, a, like a girls get together or whatever. And it was the first time I'm like looking around the room and like, it was the first time that I was like, every person here is gorgeous. And like, none of them, like not one is more beautiful than the other. And we're all just having a good time. And like, I think that girl's curves are awesome and that girl looks really confident in what she's wearing. And like, I had never had like literally same experience and it was very eye-opening for me. I'm like, why have I not always seen people and women this way? Yeah. Yeah. Why has it always been like you find the person in the room and you're like, oh, I wish I looked like that. Dude, it's crazy how we are conditioned to not really see people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that is so true. Like, and that like, that could be a whole rabbit hole of just like how fat phobic <laughs> our society is as a whole <laughs> and everything that is wrong with our society. <laughs> I know. Like I used to judge people so hard, myself mm. included. And mm. it's like my heart breaks for that. And it's also like what a powerful like place to get out of and like to teach from and like lived experience is like 
dude, like, you are no more or less of a person no matter how much you weigh. Like, it's not about that. Like, truly, health can exist at every size. And also, of course, take care of yourself. Like, eat vegetables. Go move your body. Like, sleep enough, you know? But if if you're doing that and you are a size 20, I don't know, and you're doing what you can, like, embrace your body, right? Like, that's what it is. And, like, if you're doing that and you're a size 2, great. Embrace your body. That's what it is. But I totally used to equate weight with health or weight mm-hmm. with, um, with, like, wanting to be like them. Yes. Yeah. I always use the example of, like, I – know so many people who exist in a larger body who are way healthier than me, can lift way more weights than me, can run better than me. And then I know so many people in a much smaller body than me who do not exercise and do not like eat like nutrient dense foods and stuff. So I'm like, how are we sitting here saying like this thin person is the health ideal when they're not, what they're doing is not healthy. And then this larger body fat person, whatever is the unhealthy ideal when like that person is way more like that person is in way better shape than I am. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't, it doesn't matter what our bodies look like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't. And it's like, there will always, I don't know for me anyways, there's always days where it feels like it does matter. Like it does matter, you know? And it's like always coming back to the truth is like, dude, you're just in a meat suit. Like you're literally (laughs) just in a meat suit and your soul's in there. And like your purpose has nothing to do with your meat suit. And it's like the sooner that you can just, actually tap into your gifts it's like your body just relaxes and yeah you know what it might actually might release some extra excess weight in the process but like at the end of the day it's like what really matters you know what really fucking matters when you talk to someone like when I look at you like you know whether you guys are watching this on YouTube or the podcast like I'm literally looking at Megan right now but I'm not looking at you like I am but I feel like I'm I'm (laughs) you know I like talking to your soul it's like it's like I'm not looking at the surface. We're just vibing. And yes. that is the thing that I think we all seek is this really deep connection to people. And we don't connect to people based on what they look like. Yes. Like literally, I always have to remind myself that like your body is the least interesting part of you. Like your body is not what people will remember when you die. Like it is just so... Un, like your body is important, but it's not the most interesting thing yeah. about you. And how you said, like, when you're like, ugh, going back to like judging people and coming out of like that space, like for so long, I feel like I lied to myself about my own insecurities. I don't know if you went through that where you're like, yes. oh, I'm, I don't have insecurities. Like, I, like, like I'm I, so confident. Yes. Like <laughs> I covered them up. But then when you find yourself still judging other people and they always say like, when you judge people, it's your own insecurity. But I'm like, that's not true. Like, that's like, I just, whatever. I don't know why I felt justified to judge somebody. Um, but I was like, no, I know it's not because I'm insecure about my own body. Looking back, I'm like, no, it was. And as soon as you can start like cutting those behaviors too. And I had to, I had to cut a friend out of my life for a period of time when I realized our friendship, like our text message thread was just us making fun of other people that we like went to high school with. And I was like, this is what our friendship has been. Like, this is not healthy. This is not a vibe. This is like, like it sure. It was fun. Made you feel good back like in high school because you had those insecurities. But I'm like, when that is when that is all you have in common with somebody is like your dislike of somebody else. It's like, we need to like level up time to level up. But, and 
when you get out of judging other people, it helps you to get out of judging yourself. Yeah. And it's like, dude, love feels so good. Mm -hmm. You know, like it really does. Like whether you have a partner or not, or whether you love yourself or not, like you've been loved at some point in your life. And it's like, that shit feels good. Yeah. And it's like, if you can do that for somebody else, if you can love somebody else, you can love yourself. Mm -hmm. If somebody can love you, you can love you. And actually, I don't know about you, like with your husband, but Kurt was actually a huge catalyst in my healing journey because he really saw me like he didn't see my body like yeah he's always been like you have a nice ass like blah 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 you know like like great yeah always talk about my butt like never stop thanks but (laughs) like he saw me like beyond just the body and that helped me see me beyond just my body and I was like if he can love me why can't I love me like Oh, you know, and I was like, okay, what can I do to love myself? Because and like asking myself the question, like, why can't I love myself is not a useful question because it's not actually creating a solution. It was just like, what will make me like, what will make it easier for me to love me? Or like, how can I love me? How can I love myself just a little bit more today? Like, and I, I, I genuinely feel like it's such a cheesy thing to say. And it's like the thing that people always gloss over because they're like, oh, self-love, oh, self-love, oh, just give me the answer. It's like, this is the answer. The answer is just loving yourself. The answer is literally loving yourself. Mm-hmm. Love is so healing. And also, if you're stepping stone to get there, like, it's okay if love feels very far away for you. But, like, maybe let's start with respecting yourself. Yeah. Because you'll never be happy if you are disrespecting the things you say about yourself and your body you would never say to a friend. So, like, you cannot say that stuff to yourself. So, like, start with, like, respect and then acceptance because I especially think the acceptance phase is really good, too, because there's a lot of reflection that can come out of that because, like you said, some days are not as good as others. Yeah. We, it is okay to still have bad body confidence days, but when you are in that place of acceptance instead of judgment, you can be like, okay, where is this coming from? Or what do I need to heal here that is like causing this to come up for me? And then we can finally move into like, no, I do love myself and I don't care what I look like. I don't care what other people think about me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, like it is okay if you got to take stepping stones to get there, but like start with at least like respecting yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think there is a definitely like a sliding scale. And I think when we do try to jump from like hating yourself to loving yourself, it doesn't work, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you're like, oh, I suck at this. Or like, oh, how do I love myself? And it truly is like, maybe just say like one nice thing about yourself, you know? And it's like, it doesn't even have to start with your body. Just like start with other Correct. shit. Correct. Yes. You know, it's like take the focus off the body. Take yes. the focus off food. Take the focus off the stuff that's the problem focus on the stuff that's good and maybe for you actually like I would love to hear for me I think a big part of the work for myself was not focusing on my body or my binge eating it was focusing on the work I was doing with my clients it was focusing on my relationship it was focusing on the activities I liked I actually like focused on the things that were going well and like stopped so hyper focusing on the thing that like wasn't working air quotes you know so like for you how did you start practicing self-acceptance self-respect self-love like 
what are actually like practices that you do now or that you did to get yourself to the place you're on? So <laughs> the biggest one and the easiest one that I've kind of already said, but I'll go more in depth is like the social, like curating the media that you're taking in because yeah. it affects us way, way, way more than we think that it does. And so once I realized that, oh, this is helping because, cause it started helping me before I realized it. I kind of even asked myself, I was like, how, how did I get a little bit more confidence over the last few months? Like how, where did this come from? Yeah. I started following more body positive influencers, more people who looked like me, but also looked different than me, like different skin colors, different abilities. Like I diversifying your newsfeed is what it is. And it sounds cheesy. You hear it all the time, but like I diversified my newsfeed and y'all I'm giving you permission to on TikTok, especially if you got any TikTok users on here, like you can click not interested in a video. Mm. Anytime a weight loss video or here's how I lost 50 pounds or here's how I did this come back, I literally clicked not interested. Like yeah. you can literally curate the media that you are taking in. So that, and then second, like I knew immediately, like I needed to heal my relationship with food and with what I was putting in my body and just like I don't know. I think I really focused on the freedom of it yeah. is what helped me stay consistent because y'all, it can take like an average of two years or more to heal your relationship from diet culture, from like restrictive eating, because yeah, I did gain weight back after I stopped being restrictive after the wedding, but that's because I was finally eating the amount of calories that my body needed again. And so I was okay with that pendulum swing because that pe I know that pendulum may always swing. Yeah. And I, I started going back to the gym because I no longer had this pressure on myself to lose weight that it actually made the gym sound more fun. Whereas yeah. before I was only going to the gym to lose weight and I can truly be reflective. Like there's so much freedom and being able to reflect on your choices instead of beating yourself up for your choices where now if I binge, it still happens sometimes, but I can ask myself why again, those questions I can say, why, what do I need to heal here? How did this make me feel? You know? Cause a lot of times it, <laughs> it doesn't make you feel good. Right. So I can like take mental note of that and be like, Oh no, next time. I'm like, I, I feel this way. I know that food is not not the answer to help me cope with this, you know? And so being in that state of just being able to reflect on your decisions is so like, it gives you so much freedom. It's so healing and it's just so much less pressure. Like there's, when you, when you take a start date and an end date and a goal off the table and you just focus on what feels good and what brings you happiness, like it, the game changes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the last step you just said is like, the observer piece is kind of just like being the gentle observer and that was the hardest piece for me for sure because I think I've always been somebody who's been super hard on themselves um mm. and I think like that has a lot to do with your caregiver like how are your caregivers on you when you fucked up like or when you made a mistake did they make you feel bad about it did they say it's okay like you know and I think I just adopted that same mindset and I would treat myself so badly when I did mess up or I did overeat or I did whatever. Um, and it's taken me, I, I would say at least a year, dude, for me to get to a place of like being more compassionate and loving to myself because my instinct 100% is to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I thought you were over this. Like you coach on this, you talk, you know, and it's like imposter syndrome blah, blah, blah. and it's like, Sam, chill mm -hmm. like you're okay mm -hmm. you're okay, you're okay. <laughs> the imposter syndrome piece of that is so 
relatable. I think that's why it took me so long to really even like get the confidence to call myself a confidence coach is, but like what gives you credibility more than anything is that lived experience. Totally. That is more credible than like any sort of certificate or like anything else out there. So it's like, it's okay if you are still living that experience as you are coaching on it or training on it or like influencing about it. So yeah, Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome is a bitch and it comes in waves and it's, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, it is okay. It's like, it's normal. You know what it means? It means that you're actually putting yourself out there and that you're taking action. Mm. And it's like, imposter syndrome isn't a bad thing and it's not something to get rid of. Like, it's just, I think, I see it now as actually a good thing. It's like, oh shit, okay, cool. I'm actually, I'm living this work. I am literally embodied in this work. And embodiment in the work does not mean that you're perfect and that you don't mess up and that you don't have these experiences. It means that you're actually being an active participant in your own fucking healing yeah 100 percent. yeah oh dude okay so i love to end episodes even though just like when you did when we switched and i was on yours like again i'm like yo we could forever <laughs> i know i know <laughs> but i want to know like these people that listen to this podcast are like my homies i fucking love each of them and if you had something like a message to share like the thing that you want to be known by the thing that you want written in your obituary like i know it's morbid but it's it fucking makes you think about like why you're here right yeah what would it be like for me Mm -hmm. i think just being a light like that in like having good energy I I that is the best compliment somebody can receive is like I love your energy Mm. and that is how even though I know we talked a lot about alignment on my podcast that's how I know I'm in alignment is when I receive those compliments and that's how I know I'm out of alignment is when it's like oh it's been a few months and somebody has complimented me on my energy Mm. and so I want people to remember my energy and I want to be like remembered as just like a, a light in people's life like that everybody can just like everybody's safe place if that makes sense yeah dude i love that so much i I, like literally feel the same i'm like that would literally be on my great my tombstone if i decide Mm -hmm. to be buried with a tomb (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm more of a get cremated and get tossed me in the ocean type of girl yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay so where can the people find you Okay, so my Instagram handle is Megan Loves Your Face. You um, <laughs> see, I told you I had issues when it came to like figuring out how I wanted to niche down and help help support women. I was like, I don't know what my handle should be, and then I just chose it, and we've ran with it since. <laughs> I love it. Um, my podcast is called the Laugh It Off Podcast. I feel like those are my two main platforms. I'm also Megan Loves Your Face on TikTok. If you are a TikToker, I'm not very consistent there, but I think it's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's basically my handle for everything. I have a few things coming in the fall. I don't have any like launch dates for anything right this second, but if you do follow me, you'll find some of those things coming up in the fall, whether it be confidence coaching program or a one day women's brunch summit thing. Those things are just kind of in the works. So yeah. yeah. Where do you live? (laughs) I live in Minnesota. Hell yeah. Oh my yes. God. When I, when we have our van, you, uh, we're coming up there, but definitely not in the winter. So yeah, I told you, I, I, I was like, literally come up and visit me. We can record. I can tell you all the cool places to go. It is pretty in the winter, but it's okay if you don't want to come in the winter. <laughs> just like the cold and me are just like not 
the best of friends we could okay. have some beef yes um but if i can like find a warm parka <laughs> <laughs> like i will buy a coat specifically for this trip <laughs> for this trip yeah exactly oh megan it's been uh, so real i'm so i am so happy that we met on the on the interwebs and me too we're connected and i had you on and we just like shared this experience and podcasted on yours like it's so cool when you just are unapolog unapologetically and like you just don't give a fuck and you're yourself and like your people just find you and like i feel like that's what happened with us so yep. i'm so i 100 agree yeah i'm so excited to share you with my people and you guys definitely go check megan out um uh, at megan loves your face and uh she's hilarious like <laughs> Her content and makes me cry laughing sometimes. Her stories. Oh my god, uh, I love you so yeah. much, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I like you. live in my stories, you guys. Like that, yeah. Like my husband learns things about my daily day to day from my stories. Not even from, like I live in my stories. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so good. Well, thank you so much for taking time, being here, and vibing and jamming. And um, I love you. I already I feel you. that. I'm like, I know. Queen. I'm like, is this weird? I don't know. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> this is what happens when you have love for yourself. You can just freely give love away. Oh my god, yes. 100%. <laughs> Alright, dude. I'll see you on the gram. And okay. you guys, go check out Megan at Megan Loves Your Face. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, you're welcome. Love you, bye. Bye.